welcome back to another episode of Anne's Annotations, and podcast about anything um, and everything, and welcome back to another installment of One Line Diary, where I sort of ramble on quickly about one topic that is in my head. And that topic this week is photography. I just finished a sort of conversation, online conversation through Zoom with some of the professors, people just at my uni, it's sort of a casual thing. And we talked about photography and how we've interacted with photography. And you know, that led me to brought up two photos that I think dip has lots of sentimental value to me. And I value them quite differently and I feel each time I look at them, I interact with them very differently. Um, So the first one is this photo my friends and I, we took, I think that was the year right before I left or perhaps the year just after I left Vietnam. I came back, I met them up and we went to our old school. Um, The school is still there, but they've just moved campus. But we went to the old campus, um, where we all were before we left. Lots of the people who left, left. And we took a picture of ourselves right in front of the gate. And it's one of the few Polaroids that I think I've brought with me for the longest. It's the first Polaroid I think I ever had. And the one that I I always make sure I it's there and safe. And it's very sentimental for me because even though the periods leading up to my leaving perhaps weren't like the brightest days in my life, I still find that moment of just uniting a bit in that nostalgia together about that old place that we used to go to, that old place where a lot of things happened. I think a lot the area surrounding the school, because it was like smack in the middle of the city, right outside you've got cafes, restaurants, lots of mini shops. It was a small kind of street, but it was a very busy street. And we had to rent out rooms in different areas for different things because our campus were so, was just so small. And yeah, and, um, and it, there's just something I find, especially now that I look at it again, it's very spre- precious to me. And, and in the sense of acknowledging that, yes, I've, it wasn't the best time of my life completely. I acknowledged, and even actually the relationship between these people, our friendship at that time wasn't the same as before. It wasn't at our peak anymore, even, you could say. There's just something I find precious that I cherish captured in that moment where we, yeah, sure, it wasn't, you know, we weren't best of friends forever. But at the same time, we were there together. And similarly, the second photo was a photo I took of my mother. 
Um, it was a series of photos I took for my A-level art, um, which I think I was working on the idea of memory, stories, whatever, in art. And there was this one particular photo that I was quite obsessed over, I have to say, over the course of that project. Because it, for me, that photo just almost symbolizes what my mom meant to me. How I, how I just feel like that photo embodies my mother to me. And it's just a simple, even blurry photo of my mother sitting in the living room, looking down. And I think, um, there's a, a coffee cup on, on, on the sofa back, um, it's not even on the table. And it is right in front of my old, my old, um, bedroom actually. And she's just looking down, thinking. And that position, that scene for me is the essence of like what the character of my mom is in my story in my head has been she's always in that position there's variation of the positions and there's variation of the composition but it's always her sitting in that specific spot and again I think at the beginning I took the photo and it's particularly because that series of photos I took was right before lockdown happened. It was the last time I took a, a photo of her in person. So of course I think that played a part in, in my obsess obsession over this photo. And a bit in the same line as um, Strangers I Know by Claudia Durastanti. That sense of I want to study my mother as a character, as as a person, as a as a stranger almost. She's not someone I know, but someone I want to know. And and it's that realization almost is what allows me to mend the relationships I had with the people I've known because it in con seeing them that way takes away all the preconceptions I had about them to see them as a third person I think for me in my situation was very helpful you know I think a lot of people have their ups and downs in relationships in their family in particular because family it's very complicated in the sense of there's a duty and there's you know blood ties that you suddenly feel you you're obligated to have a certain kind of relationship right but i'm i'm a shy for calling it dysfunctional because i don't it didn't hinder me if if that's the the meaning of having a dysfunctional relationship it sure it, it used to bring out quite the worst in me but through it, it was through that bringing out the worst that I know it was the worst. That I know that this this bad side should be controlled in a way, and at the same time is also to realize 
why the relationship is dysfunctional and that sense of not just changing you but changing how you perceive the other is important for me at least um, to realize that you really don't know anyone <laughs> really you don't even know yourself but and even if they've done and also just to study them as a character I think is very interesting in a sense you you don't exactly sympathize but you understand and especially in the context of like family relationship it allows you truly I mean there are some cases where it's kind of beyond the turn the point of coming back but there's I think for the a big cases for a big number of people that relationship can be mend if you put the effort in. If you, because not no relationship is ever going to be flowers and whatever. People are going to hurt each other, especially people. The closer you are, the easier it it, it is to hurt. And I feel I have I also I almost feel averse to being so close to anyone. Like I think every instance is where I things I start to get very close I get very um, it it never is a good thing in a way um, the, having distance between within relationship is actually a good way having that distance between the photograph and yourself is a good way and like yeah and photographs can can it, it's a bit like translation I, I know I bring it up a lot but for me it's a bit like translation since each time the story that the visual element translates into the text into the story that is in my head differs greatly between the context my feelings at the time what I've learned what I understood, what I think I understood about the context of that image. And yeah, it's like a whole new story each time you repeat something. Because I think it's the repetition that changes each time is, I think, the most... One of the small things I, I enjoy about life. The repetition of things but ever so slightly different ever so slightly there's an uncanny quality about it that you can't pinpoint that is quite familiar quite not but it's but it's very liberating in a way I don't know anyway I hope things I've said make sense um, I hope you guys have a lovely day if you are feeling down I all I can say is um, rest well and or people if you think people yeah just take care of each other I guess um, and yeah I'll come back hopefully whenever I feel inspired to produce another recording that is coherent that is coherent because actually I've I think I've um, recorded myself a few times before this, but 
none of them were coherent enough for me to feel comfortable publish it. But yeah, have a lovely day, and I'll see you guys another time. Bye! Thank you.